Hello. I have not posted anything in forever. I know. Totally my fault. These last two years have been just a freaking nightmare. I think we can all agree on that, right? COVID, I have done nothing but sit and binge watch TV shows, which I'm sure a lot of you have. I can't be the only one. And one that I've been binge watching like crazy. And I've actually watched it since it first began. It's one of my guilty pleasures. It's a show that I hate so much that I love it. Sister Wives. Those that don't know what this show is, it's about a polygamous family from Utah, but then they move and then they move again. It's the this one guy with horrible hair who marries three women, has had these three women for almost 30 years, then decides all of a sudden to marry another one. And it was like from day one, it was a shit show. Now, I think as anybody that watches the show is thinking to themselves, what does Cody do? Not what does Nanny do, what does Cody do? Because literally, he never works, ever, ever, ever. When they started the show, supposedly he did internet sales, and then I saw a clip of him from, I guess, pre-pandemic, where he was at a trade show selling I don't know what. I've seen that he's done gun sales, but as of now, I don't think he's doing a damn thing. He's sequestered at home, uh, wearing the mask, except for when he goes out in public. I've seen some of those pictures. Not wearing a mask then. Anyway, also, is it just me, or did Cody, and maybe even Robin, get perms? Like, all of a sudden, their hair is super, super curly. When the show first started, Robin stick straight hair, and it looked really good. Now it's this horrible curl thing, and don't get me started. I think Cody thinks... That if he perms his hair, it'll make it look fuller. You look like, you know, little Miss Tuffet is what you look like. All right. And they're doing like a tell-all right now, if you're watching the show. Like a three-part tell-all synopsis of the season. And I love the interviewer. Cody, of course, bashes her like, oh, she used to be a news anchor. I'm like, bitch, uh, she still is. And she's a TV host. So slow your roll, Mr. No Job. But... If I would have been the interviewer, and I totally should have, I would have asked several things. One, why did it take eight, nine months for you to get a list to everybody? If these were so important, why did it take you so damn long to get to them? Secondly, what is the purpose of the nanny? What does the nanny do if you and Robin are both at home all the time right now? Robin ain't got no job. You ain't got no job tutoring is what they're saying and I'm like are you two that fucking stupid that you can't teach your five and ten year old or ever how old they are and third C why does the five-year-old have a pacifier in her mouth freaking five years old my daughter was pacifierless at five months old you're giving your kid fucked up teeth and anxiety issues And don't get me, yeah, I know we shouldn't talk about other people's kids, but I'm totally going to. So you've got the one that is allegedly autistic, self-diagnosed. I don't think you've even taken him to a doctor that we've seen. You've got the one girl who is crying all the fucking time. And at one scene, Cody has to pick her up and carry her to her room. She's just, you know, that's bad when a kid is a teenager and she is that fucked up she's having panic attacks what did you do to your kid 
it could be a mental imbalance. I'll give you that. But no, you probably fucked your kid up. And I know because I see your five-year-old with a fucking pacifier in her mouth. Just saying. Just saying. And sidebar, what the fuck, Mary and Robin with your eyebrows? Do you think you're fooling us? I mean, Mary's are bad. Robin's have gone from, like, paper thin when we met her to, like, hello, my name is Robin. She is a mustache and a, a cigar away from being a Marx brother. It's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. But enough about that. She's got a nickname. Robin, the fourth wife. They've only been married roughly 11, 12 years at this point. Uh, they call her Sobbin Robin because she also constantly fucking cries. You, there's not been one episode, not one episode I've seen that she doesn't start crying at some time. And in this tell-all, she's like, I hate crying. I'm like, really? Because it looks like you fucking love to cry. You cry, cry all the time. Now, she's got a tell, and I don't think she realizes she has a tell. When she's really crying, which the first few seasons, she did really cry, her nose turns into Rudolph. Red as a beat. Here lately, and I, sometimes I can cry and like tap away the tears too, but her nose turns beet red. It has not done that in quite a while. Christine, some people are like, well, Christine, when she was having her breakdown, she wasn't crying for real. I didn't see tears. Christine's tell is when she is upset, her face and neck turn bright red as they did in that episode. Yeah, she's fucking, I don't even know why she's crying over him. He's just a piece of shit. And I've dated a lot of piece of shits in my day. You know who you are. But this is a guy I would not spend one ounce of tear on whatsoever. But, yeah, that's me. So I want to get down to what do they do? Not only what does Cody do, but what do they all do? So I've done a little research. And, you know, some sources are me. Some of them are really all right. Now, according to U.S. Weekly, of course, not one of the most reputable sources, Robin allegedly has the largest net worth. And she was so bold as to say that she's a, an author. Uh, a, uh, was it a number one selling author? New York, po- whatever author. Uh, what she's leaving out is she co-wrote that book with four other people. It wasn't just her writing it. And I'll get back to her being an author later on. Now, supposedly she's an actress as well. So I found the episode the episode of Just Shoot Me that she allegedly was on. And I say allegedly because I watched that whole damn thing. She was not in that episode. There was someone credited as Robin Brown. And when I look back and watch every speaking part, like everybody that's listed in credits, I have them accounted for. There is a blonde model who walks across the bar, says, Hi, Elliot, and then goes sits down. That is Robin Brown, and she's blonde. It's not this fucking Robin Brown. And there's people, oh, no, there's a photo of her on a wall. It's a poster. That's her. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but that's not her that's getting the credit for it. I mean, anybody can write in there, I was on this show, and it, it'll get posted. Sometimes, not all the time, but I, you know. And the uh, CMT show of... Uh, CMT countdown in 2000. She was a cheerleader. I never saw it, so who fucking knows? I highly doubt it. I think it was probably another Robin Brown because, again, not a very unusual name. 
And going back to the Just Shoot Me episode, that was aired in like 1998, maybe. And she'd not even met Cody by then. So her name, if she were on there, would have been Robin Sullivan. Or maybe Robin Jessup, depending on if she was married to Dude yet. So it wouldn't have even been. Oh, well, they could have gone back and changed. No fucking shows don't go back and change credits to suit you 10 uh, years or so later, 20 fuck years later, because you got married and you were just uh, basically a- an extra with one line. Whatever. And I know because I've been the extras with one line. Anyway, it said that her net worth is $600,000, where the other wives are like 200000 This is from that other source. And I've seen in some where the other wives might be worth 400000 Well, people are not taking into account that property that they're buying, that counts toward their net worth. Not just what they're making a year. Their property counts for that, too, which has Cody at having a net worth of 800000 Now, don't think they're rich. Do not think they got money because I think that they are, they are, they're poor. They're poor as fuck. I mean, you can't have 23 people living in a house. Granted, I I get it, not all at the same time. And from what they're making, be that kind of net worth, that's their property. It's not the money they got in the bank. So when they took the show, like a few seasons back, I think it was season 15, uh, TLC was going to cancel them because the ratings weren't good. Cody went back to negotiate, like, please, 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 let us keep this show going. And, okay, you're giving us this much money now. Well, we'll do the whole show for just what one of us is getting paid. So TLC's like, all right, fine. So they're they're right now still getting like a fifth of what they were getting paid when the show started. Anyway, so going on to what does Cody do? Now, he has sold advertising, allegedly, in the back. He's been a media salesperson or whatever. Uh, he says the job he has now is selling collectibles, which I guess he does at trade shows or whatever. And he's got an LLC. Uh, I think it's called Brown Family Entertainment LLC, which I assume is where they're pulling all their money from the show. Again, these are all assumptions, but I'm probably right. So Janelle, She has always come across as she's a chick that's got her shit together. She's very organized. She's a workhorse. So I can't remember what she did when we first started the show, but she had an office. When they moved to Vegas, she ended up uh, getting a real estate license. I know that she has sold... um, There's like a little drink that she and Christine sell. I'll have to look that up at the pink power something that they are selling together. Maybe LuLaRoe. I think every one of them sell LuLaRoe, it seems. Uh, And she worked, uh, she worked all the time. Through the whole show, she has always worked. Christine took care of the kids. That was kind of the dynamic. Mary also, you know, had a business. Well, she had a job that she allegedly lost because of the press she was getting from sister wives. And she's got other businesses, like I said, LuLaRoe. And, you know, she bought the uh, bed and breakfast with no help from her sister wives or husband. Nope, none of them wanted to put any money into it. So she did all that shit herself. So good for you, Mary, and good for you, Janelle. Now, I get it when you start a polygamy thing, because they were all married like... I'd say within a few years of each other, Mary and Janelle and then Christine. Then they all start popping out the babies. 
So that makes sense. When you're you're raising your kids, okay, that's cool. Multiple moms, multiple people taking care, multiple breadwinners as well. What happens when they become empty nesters? And I think that's what we're seeing now. A whole breakdown of the polygamy shininess to it. And what does Robin do? Robin ran for a while what they called My Sister's Closet, which was a venture that they were all supposed to get into together. And all the rest of them were like, you know, this is, this is a lot of work. Janelle was even like, man, my heart ain't into it. Dudes is see ya. So Robin was pretty much just running it. And it, the website's still up. But it does not look like it has been active in quite a couple of years. All right. Now to the author thing. Allegedly, you know, there's all these books that are listed. If you pull up, you know, Robin Brown author, there's all these books. But these aren't the same Robin Browns. There's at least three different ones that are not our Robin Brown here. One is a chick from Australia who wrote Evans Turning Seven. So that wasn't Robin. The Muppet Baby, Super Fabulous, that wasn't our Robin. Ben, a novel, a true story, and Sam, a ghost story, was by Robin S. Brown, who is blonde. I've seen her picture, too. wonder if she's the same actress. Mm. Now, The Most Unlikely uh, unlikely Night. Uh, According to the biography of that woman, she was a mother of four, bachelor's degree, which I doubt our Robin has, owned an art gallery and realty business, which, again, not our Robin, the Positive Vibrations book was written from a, by a woman in Tasmania. So, of all these books that I've listed that I've found, zero of them are her. And there's another Robin Brown that's done some law books. Doubt they're her, Robin. And again, of the Sister Wives book that was written, it wasn't just Robin writing them. It was the other four that were contributing too. So, they were all best-selling authors. Da, 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 da. But anyway... Christine, like I said, she watched all the kids while everybody worked. Uh, she does the LuLaRoe, which I guess is a multi-level marketing. So MLM. So that's what these businesses, Mary is super deep in right now. Christine's doing it. I think Maddie was doing it for a while, one of the daughters. And they're also doing Plexus, dr- Plexus Pink Drink which is her and uh, Janelle are doing it, maybe Mary. So again, that's a it's a weight loss drink thing. And it's again, it's a multi-level marketing thing. So basically, if you don't know what these are, you uh, hitch your wagon to this company and you make money when you get other people signed up underneath you or when you sell the product yourself. But your money comes from signing people on underneath you and they sign people and they sign people so it's like the it's like the hair commercial and you tell two people and they tell to you and so on and so on so that is where a lot of them are making their money and that a little chunk which I'll tell you how much they make on the show not as much as you think that they're making and they've all started doing cameos if you don't know what a cameo is it's a like a little website app or whatever where you can request find a celebrity a sports figure a, a whatever person and for x amount of dollars they will give you a personalized video like wish, wishing you happy birthday or whatever i've seen some mcfoley sent somebody one wishing them happy birthday i sent a friend of mine here's how much the the cameos are running and everybody sets their own prices. Cody is charging $99 for his. Now, if they do business ones, those 
it'll cost more, of course, I think like 300 or something. Mary charges 60. Janelle and Christine both charge 35. Robin, I don't think it has one because I have not seen one. Robin doesn't have one, but even McKelty, one, uh, Christine's daughter, uh, she married Tony. Uh, she sells them for like 10. So they all are making a little bit of money, not a lot, but a little bit of money here and there from cameos. Now, how much do they make from TLC? Okay, TLC reported that they spend anywhere from two hundred fifty to $400,000 on every episode, meaning the Brown family receives twenty-five dollars to 40000 split amongst them all per episode. Now, someone did the, did the estimation on that, so that means from when filming began in 2010, they've made a little over $3 million, right around $3 million. Sounds like a lot, right? Keep in mind, keep in mind, that's about $375,000 annually. But you're splitting that between five adults. Ever how many kids that they're supporting? Colleges and at least three fat-ass weddings that we know of. So that $375 split between five adults and all those damn kids and all those properties and the real estate at Coyote Pass and the rentals. I think I found a house that they're renting, that they're selling, you know, they're, they bought to rent out. So they're not making all that much money. All right, so like I said, when Cody, uh, T.S. canceled the show, uh, he was like, oh, please, please don't cancel this. So back then, they would have been making like 180000 for all of them, you know, and so now they're just down to that one income. And if you do the math, those millions are not as much as you think they're going to get. But he kept asking, please do another season, so I'm curious to see if that's going to carry on. Now... Today, most of the kids are grown and moved off. You still have a lot that are in college. And like I said, those fat-ass expensive weddings that they had. Uh, as far as I know, one of Janelle's kids is still living at home. Uh, one was at home. I think at Savannah. One was staying at home to save money to buy a house, which she's already done. Uh, Gabe was living there, but I think he's moved out now. Uh, I think Logan's got a girlfriend, so he's not at home. Mary's daughter, the only one she could have, and it's not like she's being penalized because she can pop out more kids. Her kid is in a relationship, I think going to maybe get married this year. So she's the one that came out gay, and her girlfriend is now trans. It's a lot to keep up with. None of the kids have shown zero interest in polygamy. Hmm. If that's your faith and that's what you've told your kids, and it's just amazing... But don't, none of them want none of it because clearly you've set an amazing example. So they're in debt. They are in debt up to their eyeballs. They got the mortgages on Coyote Pass. There's the renting or and or buying the houses because I think the house Robin got was $800,000 that they bought. Uh, the nice cars, I know some of them are used or whatever. But I mean, Cody seems to have an SUV, a truck, and a sports car. Even if all used. Those are not cheap. Robin came into the marriage with $32,000 of debt. Target, Sears credit cards, and one credit card from Victoria's Secret for $1,000. $1,000. Now, allegedly, she's like, oh, it's long sleeve pants, you know, sleeves and long pants because... I guess the way she if is that it's got to be long enough. And blah, blah, blah. like, 
wow, that's got to be a lot of fucking sweatpants and sweatshirts that you spent $1,000 on at Victoria's Secret. So you're telling me when you've gone to Target or Sears, you never found any pants that could fit you. But Victoria's Secret magically could. And uh, there was a picture that was out not long ago of them, which I think it was last year, Christmas this past year, that they were at a mall holding hands, smiling, laughing. I'm assuming going to Victoria's Secret. No mask on. Hmm. Goes against his COVID rules, but oh well. So now, today, Mary getting zero attention from Cody. No visits from anybody. She's like seriously in the friend zone with Cody. And that's even being nice saying that. I mean, she's probably talked to him. I think she says holidays or birthdays and that's about it. So, you know, yeah, no wonder she got catfished. She's got to get attention somewhere. Janelle, their relationship's more like a business, business arrangement. Yeah, there's a little affection there. She alluded to that, you know, that they're just fine, I guess, in the intimate department. I'm like, I doubt you guys have been having sex. Don't you sit there and lie to me. Maybe you have, but mm, if she's not, if Christine's not getting it, Mary's not getting it, we know Robin is getting it the most. Janelle, maybe, but I ain't going to hold my breath. Now, I thought that they'd had affection throughout Christine because they seemed somewhat affectionate as you'd watch the show. But she up and says, fuck you, I'm back in Utah. So she said she's not gotten really any intimacy in 10 years. So that would have been like right around the time Truly was born. Mary, same thing. It's been about a decade since they've really been emotionally and physically intimate. 10 years for Christine. 10 years for Mary. What happened about a decade ago, Robin? Hmm. Again, just a theory. I'm just saying. Cody has stayed pretty much at Robin's house this entire time through the pandemic. Going, uh, I think once you were able to get testings, going to maybe Christine's, getting there in the evening, on his phone half the time, spending a little bit of time with the kids, going to separate beds, waking up in the morning, he'll fix his own breakfast. Not that he's fixing breakfast for anybody else in the family. Fixes his own breakfast and he's off like a cheap prom dress. So he's spending basically maybe two quality hours with the family, zero with Christine. Probably the same thing with Janelle, the way it's looking at it. And poor Mary. Mary, uh, you know, girl, I know you you love this religion and you, I guess, believe in it or whatever. But, man, if you're not getting any, which I get it, you know, I'm knocking on 50 and the thought of having sex is exhausting to me. But, I mean, just, he he's not helping you with anything. He's not even coming seeing you. You are a fucking hermit, basically, other than your friends that you have. You are a hermit when it comes to your family. None of them are coming to check on you. You even said, if you got COVID, ain't none of them coming to help you, which you're probably fucking right. It's pretty clear to me that... Robin's kind of holding the reins, whether she says it or not. Like when they were having the little cookout at Coyote Pass, and she's like, go make Mary a s'mores. Because he would have never fucking done that on his own. And she's like, oh, he made me a s'mores. <laughs> on the honeymoon, she told him to call the other wives when she was on her honeymoon. Like, make sure you call them. Make sure they're okay. But anyway, 
Oh, well, anyway, so now to the COVID rules. So we've all been affected by COVID. I've gotten my shots. I've got my booster. I even caught COVID at one point. It's not fucking fun. I don't think anybody that's had it will agree that it's a walk in the park unless you're that freak that had no symptoms. Good for you. But he had these rules that were, I'd say, excessive. They were a little excessive. And I've got a friend, bless her heart, she's just that excessive too. She wipes down her mail and wipes down the groceries. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm not going to do all that. But he said that the contrast of how his wives responded to COVID, uh, to the protocols that he made, he realized those who were loyal to him and those who weren't. Was he was he king? What's going on here? Is he the godfather? His wishes have not been met. I mean, he's come across super patriarchal. And uh, the way I was grown up, that would not fly at all. At all. The social distancing, I get. Uh, in fact, after COVID's over, I want to keep that up because having people six foot the fuck away from me is really working out for me. I like that. But the wiping down the mail and the groceries. And again, it, it seemed when he doled out these sheets with the rules, that was nine months after the pandemic started. Started. How is he just now? Oh, this is what I expect from you. If you're the patriarch that you say why is everyone just now getting on literally the same page why are you looking cody at the rules like you're fucking reading them for the first time hmm anyway so and poor gabe and garrison so they're janelle's uh two are janelle's boys they finally have a sit down where work down i guess cody's like oh come on work with me at cody pass Oh, how wonderful. You're going to talk to your kids by putting their asses to work. Okay, that makes sense. Gabe starts crying. Crying. Does he go comfort, console his kids? No. Well, I guess we better go home. Bye. No hug. No go fuck yourself. No nothing. So, mm. now, I found online where... Uh, Gabe and Garrison had gone to buy this travel travel trailer in Flagstaff, and this was dated one sixteen. So, like this just happened. This woman writes, and her name is Melanie. Melanie writes on December first, twenty twenty. We met Robert, aka Garrison, and Gabe at an RV park in Flagstaff where Robert was purchasing our travel trailer. We were outdoors and none of us were wearing masks. Uh, gyms and restaurants were open up, but vaccines weren't available yet except to the most vulnerable. These two young men were polite, very respectful, and when I was completing the paperwork, I was dealing with Robert, aka Garrison, and I just didn't make the connection. He uh, paid us cash and drove off down the road. Fast forward about 45 minutes, Robert Garrison texts to say we've left some items in the trailer and he was having some technical questions. She says, I left Flagstaff in my car and hubby headed over to the house. When he arrived, the person he referred to as that nut you watch on TV, Cody, was there. Uh, I'm already loving this husband. Uh, waving his arms around and flipping his hair, because we know he does that, uh, as he tried to discuss something he knew nothing about. Yeah, it sounds pretty spot on so far. 
Cody was on the scene, which happened to be Janelle's house. Uh, Hubby resolved the issues along with Janelle calmly interceding. So clearly, Janelle, again, level-headed one, as she's the one as the go-between between the husband and Cody. All right. Melanie says, after watching last night's episode, I realized this would have been just before Janelle's mother passed away. According to my husband, no one was wearing a mask and no one was social distancing. Interesting. I thought personal sadness as I watched Gabe break down in tears after having met him. We knew him to be a very fine young man studying mechanical engineering. Cody has not one ounce of compassion in his scraggly haired body Fucking love you, Melanie. We know we now know that not only did Robert gut and remodel the trailer, did an awesome job, but he has purchased his own house. Cody has no interest in a relationship with those two young men, in my opinion, and they have every right to suspect uh, be suspect of Robin's motives. I can't even begin to address Cody talking bad about Janelle to her sons. That would have never happened in my house. I think the program has run its course, and Co- Cody needs to go out and find a real job. Yes, Melanie, booyah. I love when people agree with me, because I'm usually right. Anyway, so go back to the COVID rules, uh, the travel trailer, him throwing a hissy fit, per usual, probably not understanding dick of what's going on. So he finds it in his heart, okay, I'm going to go to Janelle's mom's funeral. Uh, can't go to Isabel's surgery. Surgery. She's been in pain for nine months or more at this point. Finally, Christine's like, no, 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 no. You're getting the fucking surgery. That shit is happening. He's like, oh, no, I don't know. Can't we wait? She's in freaking agony. Oh, hold on. Okay, I don't know where it stopped off at. Uh, she has been in fucking agony for all these months. He's like, no, no, we can't go COVID, COVID. Christine's finally like, I'm going, I'm out of here. So they mosey on, do the surgery, and now he's like, okay, I guess I'm just worried. I'm telling the other wives not to go, and we're, you know, you, you got to hug people because it's, you know, the funeral. You couldn't hug your son, but you're hugging these strangers that you definitely don't know where they've been. You kind of know where Gabe's been, but you don't know where these folk have been. Fine. Hugging them, fine. You're hoping you haven't gotten the COVID. Which, again, I love irony, and that's going to happen later on. Yet, like I said, around that time, Robin Cody, seen at the mall, no mask, definitely not socially distancing, and they have a nanny. Christine's right. What does the nanny do? You two folk are at home all day, every day. Three of her kids are basically grown. The other two, it's not like they're babies. They're like five and nine or something like that, five and ten. Uh, if you can't you know, handle a five and a ten-year-old between the two of you, you got issues, which we already know you do. But anyway, uh, the irony, the irony, I love karma, is that they all finally get together for Ari's birthday. Can't go to the surgery. But, oh, we've got rapid tests all of a sudden we figured out. I'm pretty sure they were around back then, but whatever. So they they go, they have Ari's birthday, and he's just doting on his girl. Truly's over here like, well, fuck, I guess you don't give a shit about me, but whatever. Uh, toasting her. Oh, it's great. And then, then shortly after, 
Robin gets a message from her nanny saying, oh, me and hubby been tested positive for COVID. I love irony. I love it. And Christine says in a solo interview, she goes, I know that it's hateful of me, but when I heard that they had COVID, I chuckled a little bit. I'm like, oh, honey, we all did. We all, I laughed my ass off when I found out that she had COVID, the nanny, the most unimportant person, the most unessential need that that family has. And where are they getting the money to pay for the nanny? Mm, anyway, neither here nor there. Now, he said in a cameo, I love these cameos, this was in December of 2021, so just a few months ago, that he ended up, he was like, oh man, you know, happy birthday, so-and-so, you know, I hear you're having a tough time with COVID, yeah, I've got, I've had it too, and it's it's really rough stuff, and I'm like, thank you, God of gods, that he has gotten COVID now. It just, it warms the cockles in my heart. Sadly, at the end of this season, Janelle reveals that Gabe and Garrison both tested positive, so that stinks, but we know that they're alive and well. At the very beginning, when you first watch it, uh, you know, they, they had to leave Utah. They were on the run. They were afraid the cops were coming to get them. Bullshit. Man, fucking cops weren't coming to get you. You know, as many polygamous marriages as there are, Oh, sure, you know, so-and-so's granddad got arrested or father got arrested. That was, what, 30, 40 years ago? I'm sure they don't really give a shit about you right now. And, in fact, they've decriminalized it now, but whatever. So, they don't give a shit about you. So, but, oh, how dramatic it was for you to, let's go to Las Vegas. So, they go to Las Vegas, have to rent houses there, separate houses. Uh... And I didn't realize that they'd never sold the high, the house in Lehigh. So they still own, as far as I know, the house in Lehigh. Because uh, Christine's daughter was thinking about living there while she was going to college. Another story. So at one point, you know, Mary's like, I'm going to divorce Robin or uh, Cody. So Robin, you can marry him and you can uh, have Cody adopt the children. Which... I think, again, is bullshit. I don't think that was something that legally had to happen. But So right now, Robin is the only one that is legally married to Cody. Uh, so she she made out A-OK, right? Earlier in that year, she sold her home in Vegas for $603,000, which just came slightly under the asking price of uh, $1699. So, so they made about $200,000 on that, just that one house profit. Of course, God knows how much they still owed on it. Records show she bought that place for 445000 in like 2012. So, mm, so she probably took that money and used it to buy the home in Arizona. And then, of course, spending the shit tons of money on Coyote Pass. Useless. Uh, according to Realtor.com, I think a very reputable source, Mary and Janelle got rentals. And Robin and Cody sank, oh, dollars $890,000 for the Flagstaff house that she, oh, I just want to rent. Oh, God'll, God will provide for us. You know, God's not really hitting the mark. Everything that you think he's going to provide for you has not really worked out there, Robin. Christine was like, fuck it, I'm buying my own home. And uh, as the record showed, in 2018, she bought it for $525. Uh, once they split, 
Uh, I guess she got his name off of the deed. Or his name might not have even been on it. I, don't, I, I never saw. She sold that house for 700000 so she made a nice little hefty profit on that. She, it was originally listed for seven twenty-five. She's moved to Utah, and she's renting like a million-dollar duplex there. So she's like, see ya. Can't blame her. Fuck that guy. Okay, now on to Cody. Cody, I read that he picked up a three-bedroom, three-bath house in Baderville in September of 2018 for $520,000. That home's on two acres, and it's less than a mile from Cody Pass. So is this a rental that they're doing? You know, are they did they buy this to rent it out? I don't know that anybody else is living there. Uh, you know, that's definitely separate from the house that... Uh, that Robin or Christine had. Yep. So now back to Cody and Robin. We're just going by names on leases. So they picked up uh, two different lots in 2018. One was a four, nearly 4.48 acres, and another that they paid 180,000. The second was 2.42 acres uh, that they spent 170,000. Then Cody and Christine purchased another lot. Uh, for 300000 in 2018. It was 5.16. So altogether, 12 acres for about $650,000. So they're in the hole for that. They're in the hole for this phantom house. They're in the hole for the Robbins house. And then you got Janelle and Mary that are renting. So a lot of money. And that's, you know, finally, I guess the Arizona, uh, the uh, Vegas house is finally sold. It's a lot. Man, this is a lot to comprehend right here. As of January 15th of this year, no permits have been approved for any of these parcels of land. I know we saw them bring in like this water tank or whatever. You know, maybe they've done that, but there has been no permits on that land that they bought in 2018. So rocking on four years, no ground has been broke. So Peyton... Peyton was on TikTok, and yeah, I guess he does construction. So he's showing a video of like all this equipment. He's like, yeah, I'm going to work on this today. I've, I've worked on this before. And somebody asks, could this possibly be a video of breaking ground in Coyote Pass? He responds back, zero. So they ain't going to work on that. They ain't going to fucking do nothing with that. So in May, uh, this past May, Janelle, uh, the house that she was renting sold. So she got an RV and was living on Coyote Pass, you know, until winter came and it got cold and she moved back into the city and rented a, a place. And Mary's house that she was renting was sold in July for $1.4 million. So she moved back to, for, to Utah for a while, while, you know, take care of her mother's estate and everything while she, after she died and take care of the B&B. And she's since moved back to Flagstaff. So what does Cody do? Gets perms. Paul uses Rogaine and spends a lot of money that he does not make himself. Money that appears that only Mary and Janelle make. Stay tuned. I will have more podcasts coming out about this because I'm freaking obsessed with this stupid show. And I hate Cody so much. I just hate him. Like, I, I would probably throat punch him if I ever met him in real life. Cause, but I don't even know if I'd exert that energy because he's just not even worth it. And ugh, ugh, ugh. can't imagine having sex with him. Ugh, you know, 
But anyway, so stay tuned. If you like what you saw, give me a thumbs up. Uh, click on the uh, subscribe button, the little dingy ding, so you'll hear. You know, if you're on YouTube, you'll hear. If you're back here at home on the on the, the podcast itself, you won't. But thank you for t- tuning in and.